Good morning and welcome to the January 25th meeting of the Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency Committee. Brittany Milton is our clerk. Madam Clerk, will you please call the roll? Yes, Commissioner Haney. Present. Haney present. Commissioner Mandelman. Present. Mandelman present. Commissioner Ronan. Ronan absent. We have quorum. Great, thank you. Uh, Madam Clerk, do you have any announcements? Yes, I'd like to make an announcement about public comment. Public comments will be available for each item on this agenda via telephone by calling 415-655-0001 and when prompted entering access code 2496-944-0197 and then pound and pound again. Once you join, you will be able to listen to the meeting as a participant to make public comment on an item when the item is called, dial star three to be added to the queue to speak. When the system says your line is unmuted, the live operator will advise that you will be allowed two minutes to speak. When our two minutes are up, we will move on to the next caller. Calls will be taken in the order in which they are received. Best practices are to speak slowly, clearly, and turn on the volume of any televisions or radios around you. If you wish to comment during the meeting, it is best to listen via the public comment line to avoid delay on the live stream of the meeting. And that concludes my announcement. Thank you. Uh, Madam Clerk, will you please call the next item? Item two, approve resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings <laughs> under California Government Code Section 54953E. This is an action item. And uh, I will, yes, I will be making, um, um, I'll just be saying a short statement if that's okay. Um, good morning, this resolution allows public agencies to continue to exclusively meet via teleconference during a proclaimed state of emergency. And in order to do so, the agency must make certain findings, including, um, I'm so sorry, this resolution allows public agencies to continue to exclusively meet via teleconference during a proclaimed state of emergency. In order to do so, the agency must make certain findings, including that it has considered the state of emergency and that conducting in-person meetings would present imminent risk to attendees and public health and safety. This resolution applies to the Transportation Authority Board, Community Advisory Committee, and the Expenditure Plan Advisory Committee for the next 30 days. And that concludes the statement. Okay. Thank you. Uh, are there any questions or comments on this item? Not seeing any. Is there any public comment on this item? Let's see here. Okay, there's one caller. We are taking, at this time, um, members of the public, we are taking calls. I mean, uh, we are taking comments on approval of the minutes. Operator, this is for the teleconference I'm resolution. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, um, item number two. I'm sorry. I apologize. I went ahead. Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Thank you. My name is Jeff Klein, K-L-I-N-E. I live on Treasure Island. I've lived here since 1999. Uh, I am really concerned about the continuing virtual government and i uh, believe that the state of emergency should be lifted within the next three weeks because the medical experts agree that we have transitioning from a pandemic to an endemic situation we no longer need to go through this obstacle let me just mention personally i usually use a voice over internet protocol phone i can't use it on webex okay there are there is a you know digital divide that is created by having these virtual meetings. And so I hope that, and I hope the committee would agree 
that we should return to face-to-face, traditional, in accordance with the Brown Act, government meetings as soon as possible. And I hope that the governor sees fit to lift the state of emergency again as soon as possible and following the expertise of the medical establishment. Thank you. Thank you, caller. There are no more callers at this time. Public comment is closed. Uh, I wanna make a motion to approve this item. Can we have a roll call vote, please? Yes, on item two, Commissioner Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Commissioner Mandelman. Aye. Aye, Commissioner Ronan. Aye. Ronan, aye. We have three ayes. The resolution is approved. Great, thank you. Uh, Madam Clerk, will you please call item three? Item three, approve the minutes of the November 9th, 2021 meeting. This is an action item. All right, uh, not seeing, are there any questions or comments on the minutes? I do not see any. Can we have roll call? Uh, can we have, uh, can you open a public comment, please? I am checking through our calls. There is no public comment at this time. Great. Um, I want to make a motion to approve the minutes. Can we have a roll call vote, please? On item three, approval of minutes, Commissioner Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Commissioner Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. Commissioner Ronan. <clears throat> aye. Ronan, aye. We have three ayes. The minutes are approved. Great. Thank you. Um, Madam Clerk, will you please call items four and five together? Yes. Item four, recommend approval of base toll policy and affordability program and implementation of the associated toll system. This is an action item. Item five, Treasure Island Mobility Management Program Implementation Report 2021. This is an information item. And also, Chair, before we begin, I'd like to announce that we received um, six comments for these items, and it's posted on our website. Great. Thank you. And we have um, Deputy Director Hyatt to present on these items. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning, Commissioners Rachel Hyatt. And let me share my screen. Okay, so I'm presenting the recommendations for our base toll and affordability program policy. As everyone knows, over 10 years ago, in 2011, the Board of Supervisors and the TIDA Board approved the Treasure Island Development Agreement and Associated Transportation Plan, and um, recognizing that transportation is the key challenge um, to the success of this growing San Francisco neighborhood. The transportation plan um, addresses the challenges of mitigating uh, impacts um, from congestion and new vehicle travel on the Bay Bridge, providing for the high quality new transportation alternatives that will be needed to provide those um, options other than driving, um, and ensuring that there would be committed permanent operating funding to support those new transit services going into the future. And so to do that, the transportation plan um, calls for more muni service, 
but also for new regional transit services, a new ferry service to and from San Francisco, and a new uh, bus service to and from the East Bay, along with an on-island circulating shuttle, and discourages peak period driving through a toll, through priced parking, um, and through other travel demand management and congestion management mechanisms. Um, the transit services are meant to help us achieve our 50% transit mode share goal. So we have a performance target that half the on-off island trips be made by transit. And then we also have a performance target of financial sustainability. The program needs to raise the revenues needed to cover the cost of that new regional non-muni transit. And the congestion um, toll revenues along with the parking, pricing and the transit fares are all committed to Treasure Island um, directly to funding the new transportation services. Um, that's our other performance measure. Um, however, Treasure Island is an equity priority community. And so therefore, this board has included an additional goal that wasn't originally anticipated in the tie tip, and that is affordability. Um, and the board has since called for, this, since the time of 2011, called for an affordability program to be developed to consider each element of the transportation program um, and ensure affordability for the current and future um, low-income households on the island. We bring this item to you now because new homes are for sale on the islands right now and occupancy is expected later this year. Um, the new transportation program launched, so the transit services, the um, features like the transit pass, as well as the congestion management are all planned to launch together in mid-2024. And that's subject to closing program funding gaps, but um, otherwise would be able to launch in mid-2024. Um, and so approval of this toll policy now will support the delivery of the systems required to ensure that all the programs are operational in 2024 and will um, draw upon a federal grant that we received um, in 2016 um, now for the funding of the toll system. Um, it's a federal U.S. Department of Transportation grant. Um, and then finally, um, the adoption of the toll policy is needed to support our financing strategy, which we'll present in, as part of item five, called together with this item. Um, and that will help make uh, our schedule to start the TIMA-sponsored ferry service, East Bay Transit um, on-island shuttle, and the rest in mid-2024. The day one transit services are shown here, and we're very glad to have been able to work with the operators over the last few years to um, provide the best um, levels of transit service on day one that we can for the most cost-effective um, price. And this means that we um, have included in our funding plan and our planning for an all-day ferry service to begin on day one to and from San Francisco um, approximately every half hour. Um, and for the East Bay Transit, we are working with AC Transit and um, looking at options um, through the microtransit industry to provide a 
uh, flexibles, either fixed route or combination fixed route on demand service that would be able to respond to folks um, within 15 minutes and provide rides across the bay to downtown Oakland. And that would also start on day one serving all the islands. The on-island circulating shuttle would also begin um, uh, at this time operated by TIMA. The developer, um, as you know, and has um, been presented in a previous item this fall, will um, be launching a developer-sponsored ferry service sometime this year, they anticipate, um, operated by them with a, a fare that they are setting. Um, the, that ferry service will um, discontinue when Timma, Timma will pick up the ferry service with WIDA in 2024. These are some of the developers' renderings of the ferry plaza that is um, under construction. The ferry terminal is completed at this time. And as I said, Timma will assume the responsibility for the service in 2024. So before I describe the recommended toll and discount policy, I'll first just summarize some of the background of the program that got us to this point. So this body, the Timma, well, the, the Timma is the full of course, um, 11 members, but this body being the committee um, of Timma has the responsibility to monitor and oversee and um, adapt the program and amend it over time to ensure that it meets those two performance goals, the mode share goal as well as the financial sustainability goal. And that authority originates with Assembly Bill 981 from 2008, which provided the state authority to implement congestion pricing um, on the islands and monitor and adjust the program over time to make sure that it meets those twin goals. The um, Board of Supervisors and Treasure Island Development Authority approved the uh, Treasure Island Transportation Plan and EIR in 2011. And then in 2014, the Board of Supervisors designated uh, TIMA as the SFCTA as the agency to act as TIMA. The authorizing legislation anticipated that the TIMA board would need to be active in overseeing the program and um, active in adjusting it to make sure that it would meet its goals as circumstances change over time. Um, and so to do this, the TIMA board is authorized to evaluate and monitor the program. Um, and the 2011 plans anticipated that a whole variety of changes might be needed um, over time um, as circumstances require. And these are shown here, but include the amount of the congestion fee, which was anticipated at $5 in 2011, um, the times that it applies, the drivers to whom it applies, and any exemptions or discounts. And so in um, uh, along those lines, the TIMA board did take their first actions in 2016 with a partial um, set of toll policies. Um, not a complete set, um, but some findings that were made at that time. And that was based on travel demand forecasts and financial projections that we did um, following TIMA's designation in 2014. And we found that these um, changes shown here would be ne needed to meet the 
twin goals of mode share and financial sustainability. Some things um, were anticipated to stay the same, such as the toll travel would apply in both directions. But we recommended and then the TIMA board adopted the toll population would include all drivers, not just residents. Um, and the midday and weekend off-peak periods um, when congestion is as high as it is during the peak periods. Um, the board also defined van pools as HOV, oh, excuse me, um, and most importantly called for an affordability program. Um, and this was the, the time that the TIMA board introduced the need for and the goal for an affordability provision in each element of the transportation program. Um, since then, we've done uh, a lot of outreach to help shape that affordability program, as well as the other aspects of the toll um, and congestion management program and transit services that um, still uh, needed refinement. Um, and this what outreach has been um, with uh, residents, with business representatives, with workers, um, with representatives of the land uses on the islands, um, and, and multilingual and using different formats to reach people in different ways over the years. And based on this outreach and the TIMA board's feedback, um, the uh, pieces of an affordability program have been introduced over the last few years. And the first of these um, components of the affordability program was the exemption to the toll for current residents. And that exemption was adopted in 2019. Um, it means that current residents, um, as of 2019, would be exempt from the toll um, any number of trips on and off the island at, at any time of day. Um, then most recently, we brought forward um, this last year in 2021 to other pieces um, to support folks taking transit and affordability on transit and then support for workers and businesses. The transit component um, of affordability is within the trans overall transit pass, which will be available to everyone um, and paid for by folks in the market rate unit. But we uh, offer, and this um, action recommended, a deeply discounted version of this pass for residents uh, in below market rate units to purchase as an option, um, as well as workers and it would allow unlimited access to all of the modes serving Treasure Island, um, East Bay, Muni, and Ferry at a steep discount. And then to support the current businesses and workers that are resident serving, we um, brought forward um, subsidy proposals for nonprofits and the food services um, currently on the island to cover the additional cost to their workers um, and the cost of doing business um, when the program goes into operation, and that was last fall. So it's the final piece of the affordability program that we bring today, and that is the discounts for future low-income travelers. So um, anyone who isn't a current resident or who isn't um, a current worker, but is a traveler who may live or work or just visit um, the island in the future, this 
discount policy would be available to any traveler um, who has a fast track account. The base toll policy would um, apply to the, the uh, top two income quintiles of folks who um, aren't eligible for a discount. And it's designed to be um, as consistent as possible with the Bay Bridge. So hours consistent with Bay Bridge, peak period hours, and rates consistent with the TITIP. We didn't um, want to uh, increase the proposed toll rates from what it had been in 2011 at $5. And we've been able to um, come up with a plan that achieves that. So the hours of operation we're proposing define the peak periods the same as the Bay Bridge peaks to um, try to make this as um, not, not confusing. <laughs> um, and then the rates, again, we wanted to keep that um, $5 peak rate the same as the 20, what the 2011 plan anticipated. Now, this base toll would only apply to the top two income quintiles. And so it's 60% you know, um, of the Bay Area population who will be eligible for a discount or exemption. And we recommend that very low income folks are completely exempt. And again, this is anybody um, who has a fast track, anybody in the Bay Area who might travel to Treasure Island. And a 50% discount to anybody who would qualify for the below market rate units um, on the island. So this means that anybody who would be um, a resident of the below market rate units on the island um, in the future would be eligible for this discount, um, as well as any traveler um, who has a fast track account. Some final steps to note, um, we did prepare a CEQA addendum um, to consider whether these um, changes in toll policy would have any new environmental impacts that weren't already identified in the 2011 FEIR. That's included along with this packet. And um, we worked on that in consultation with the planning department, San Francisco planning department and TIDA. And it concludes that there aren't any new uh, environmental impacts that go beyond those that were already identified in the FEIR from 2011. We also have prepared a environmental justice um, analysis um, in support of our NEPA, um, federal NEPA um, uh, documentation. So because we have the federal Department of Transportation grant, we do need to um, comply with NEPA, and so we had already received a categorical exclusion um, in earlier in 2021, but since we um, identified what the base toll policy and affordability program would look like in parallel with that policy development, we prepared the environmental justice analysis, and that is submitted to Caltrans, and they are reviewing. Um, one last piece. Um, actually, I'll note, and I didn't have a slide for it, but we are in um, conversations with BCDC, so Bay Conservation and Development Corporate um, Commission um, staff, and working with them on what they may need um, to see as it relates to the changes to the toll policy. And their staff asked me to make sure it was clear that um, while the TIMA body has the authority to adopt a toll, they do 
um, mean to work with us to um, issue a permit or amendment to a permit that TIDA has already received um, to address the changes in the toll. Um, at this point, I will hand over the mic to Swanee Cho, who will describe the program implementation report. Good morning, uh, Chair Haney, Commissioners. My name is Swanee Cho. I'm a consulting project manager for the TIMA program. Um, I'm here to present a very brief update on the program implementation report. This is item number five, and it's an information item. Um, the Treasure Island Mobility Management Program Implementation Report is the successor document to the Treasure Island um, Transportation Implementation Plan, or TITIP, that is the approved plan for this development. The um, PIR, which is on our website, um, is a catalog of the TIMA program, including the processes, activities, and policies, um, updating and refining the 2001 TITIP. Key additions in this document are a chapter on cost and funding, which I'll describe in a minute, and a description of the affordability program and the base toll policy, which was just presented. Um, the PIR serves as a one-stop shop for all TIMA program information, and it's a living document that will be updated as we go. Um, we'll update this committee regularly, and we'll request approval of the document um, at some point once we complete some key mile milestones. Next slide. Um, the uh, one new chapter is on cost and funding. This slide is just a quick summary of the um, uh, numbers presented in the uh, document. Um, the capital program, sorry, is at $50.3 million. Um, dollars. We've worked to identify funding sources for the program. Uh, a key source that we're pursuing is a low interest loan from a Federal Department of Transportation um, for about $10 million to um, uh, go towards the toll system project. Um, the uh, overall capital program still has a shortfall of about $7.5 million, uh, primarily uh, with the toll system and uh, ferry capital um, sort uses. The operating budget is approximately $91.6 million in the first five years. Um, this includes a cost of about $17.7 million uh, for the affordability program, as discussed earlier. And the overall uh, program has a five-year shortfall of about $16.6 million. Um, based on our analysis, we expect the overall program to be revenue positive in year seven and financially sustainable in about 2036 as the project reaches full build-out. Um, obviously, we're continuously working to plug these uh, shortfalls for capital and um, operating, including discussions with our uh, with the developer in Taida um, and our regional funding partners. Um, we are also looking at, at you know other financing strategies to try to um, plug the shortfalls before we achieve financial sustainability. So we'll be happy to come back and provide additional information on this on the funding strategy, but we just wanted to give you a quick snapshot. Um, as I mentioned, the document is on the website for uh, the public. Um, that concludes my uh, presentation. Thank you so much uh, for the presentations and for the work. I know this has been in the works for many years and many conversations that are ongoing with 
uh, residents and businesses and nonprofits on the island. So thank you for your hard work and your outreach and the ways that this has been shaped over time, uh, the affordability, the exemptions for residents. Um, I have a few questions and I know there are folks who are calling in as well, uh, but I will open it to my colleagues first because um, give them the opportunity. Okay, um, <clears throat> so a uh, few things. Uh, you know, one of the things that I know folks are concerned about is there are a lot of great designs and promises for public transportation on and off the island and how it'll be fast and easy. And I will say that the, the, the private uh, 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 ferry that was up and running was pretty impressive and it goes very quickly. And so I think there's a lot of reasons to be hopeful about uh, how the ease and accessibility of the, of the ferry in particular. But uh, are, there, are there ways that, that this toll um, plan gives us flexibility uh, as it connects to the actual launch and operation of uh, the public transit options, uh, you know, I think it's it's really key that, particularly for residents, that uh, when the toll goes into effect, uh, and for other folks who need to go to Treasure Island for businesses, et cetera, that there's uh, that it's timed in a way that really ensures there actually is transportation available that's accessible. Uh, We've had a lot of commitments around certain larger projects in San, San Francisco that uh, unfortunately have been one, two, three years late uh, in their launch. And so how, how, do, how are we able to ensure that when we do put a toll in place that our commitments around public transit options are also in place? Right, yes, and you are absolutely right, of course, that the transit and the congestion management program go together, and uh, we will launch them at the same time. But the way that this body, um, and I'm sure this is probably something that Tilly would want to remark on, but this body um, will continue to meet routinely every year as the body responsible for adopting the TIMA annual budget. And, and all of the activities that TIMA undertakes. And so this body will, um, before the launch of any of these programs, adopt the budget that um, funds the transit, funds the um, toll system operation. And so you will, um, you will ha you have the authority, of course, to um, ensure that the budget that you're adopting, um, when they include the, the toll, they also include the transit. In, in that sense, we're, just to be clear to folks, we're not committing right now to launch the toll at a certain time and guaranteeing that that will happen if there's, even if there's not transit in place. I, you know, I hear that concern a lot. This, this body, this committee will have further opportunities to make sure that those things are really truly in place and aligned before there's any final launch or, 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 or determined budget. Absolutely. Yes. Got it. Correct. And, um, uh, another uh, question I had was about the future affordability. You mentioned that one of the things that we're doing today is looking at the future affordability measures that we're taking for, for future residents, I should say. Um, will in the, I know we have a particular program for current residents, 
which is something that was very important to me and that that we this committee thankfully approved for future middle and low income residents are they treated the same way as middle and low income residents from anywhere else uh, or is there are there particular differences in how we are treating people by income who are who live on the island versus not on the island if they're future residents our proposal is that the exemption and discount program for future travelers will be available to all future travelers who qualify based on their income. And we designed it, the thresholds, so that anyone and everyone living in the below market rate units will be eligible for the discount or exemption. Um, but we were cognizant of future low income workers, um, future maybe other family members who are low income but live in another county in the Bay Area who are visiting. And so um, based on your income, you are eligible for your exemption or discount regardless of where you live. But everyone living in the below market rate unit is eligible for the discount or exemption. Got it. And if you'll just reiterate, I know that this was something we've talked about before, but um, the exemption for the committee where we landed on the exemption for current residents, can you can you give just an overview of that for everyone? Yes. Um, so in 2019, the TIMA board adopted an exemption to the toll for current residents, meaning it, they, it defined current residents as as of the date of the adoption. So um, everyone living on the island to that time. Um, and these residents will be exempt from the toll any number of times of day, any day of the week, um, through either a fast track toll tag that we would provide that you can take with you regardless of what car you're in, um, or your license plate, um, or if you have more than one license plate, if you have more than one car, would you, you know, more than one license plate to exempt your car from any toll. Great, great. Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I know that this is a, a framework and that there's a lot of additional work and care that this, this committee and you all are going to put into uh, the actual budget and rollout and all of that. And, you know, our goal is to have through this process a lot more people on Treasure Island, a lot more people coming to Treasure Island to visit businesses, to support them, and to be able to do that overwhelmingly on a uh, accessible, fast uh, transit system that I think we have a great vision for here. Uh, and obviously, some people will still need to drive it for a variety of reasons, and we want to make sure that. Uh, we have the affordability measures in place for current residents, for future residents, and for future workers uh, that allow them to do that with with discounts and and otherwise. Uh, so, um, I you know I again I, I I know there's more work to be done on this and more conversation and final approvals and everything else. This is really a framework, as I understand it, that we're that we're approving here uh, and that we've approved. So, um, uh, with that, um, uh, I know there are folks who are calling in uh, who have some thoughts. Uh, and um, why don't we open it up to public comment? Okay. 
Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Hello, my name is Ross Liebenson. I am a 20-year non-resident recreational user of Treasure Island. Um, I am opposed to the proposal made by the San Francisco County Transportation Authority. Um, first, it violates AB 981 because it fails to satisfy Section 1967.5 sub B sub 1. It is impossible for this board to make findings of fact that the toll has a relationship to those paying the toll, particularly non-motorized water recreational users accessing the northeast corner of Treasure Island. That is at the end of Avenue I, if anyone has actually been out there. The toll will fund the ferry for commuters. It is of no benefit to non-motorized water recreational users. And absolutely, there has been no outreach on the ground by the SFCTA staff. If you look at the day one plan, it fails to ensure public access to the waterfront. That is a further violation of section 1967.6 sub A. Third, the plan violates AB 981 section 1967.6 sub B. That provides that the plan shall not interfere with public access to the public trust lands. You are more than just a board that is opposed supposed to provide access, but you are trustees to the public lands. You are failing in that if you... Uh, second. Moreover, while you may seek to amend the plan, there is no provision that you may amend the EIR, which said that non-resident visitors would not be charged. As well, this plan violates the Bay Conservation Development Commission's 2016 .005.00 permit and SFCTA is engaged in a bad shell game by claiming the permit doesn't apply to them, but rather only applies to Ida. Thank you, caller. Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Hi, Jeff Klein again, 23-year resident. Thank you, supervisors, for hearing my comment. First, I want to say uh, this toll mess and revenue hunt is because the developer doesn't want to pay the full cost of transit. So under our state constitution, the Treasure Island toll and the entire TDM program requires a two-thirds vote of the people. AB 981 was passed in 2008. The clear intent was that the toll would apply only to future residents of the project, not to all drivers. From the bill analysis, quote, the author and sponsor note that it is not possible to have a vote of the people because the people affected by this fee will live on Treasure Island only after it is redeveloped. The previous version of the unquote previous version of this bill was vetoed by the government to the governor in 2007 from the governor's veto message. Quote, the bill provides an exemption to existing law that prohibits local agencies from imposing new taxes, permit fees or other charges for the privilege of using streets and roads going on. Any new fees proposed as a result of this exemption should be approved by a vote of the people. This measure does not include such a provision, unquote. The 2006 transportation plan proposed that the toll would apply only to residents of the TI project. And the 2010 Treasure Island Project FEIR stated the new transportation agency, quote, would administer a variable congestion fee to residents of the proposed project for accessing the Bay Bridge. 
unquote, and specified that visitors would not be charged. That's in Section 4, page E45. Nonetheless, sometime in 2011, a CTA planner, specifically Tilly Chang, and Titus staff decided to expand the the toll to apply to all drivers. Yet they failed to inform the Tida Board or the Board of Supervisors of this key change or its legal implications. And they also failed to inform any current residents about the toll until 2015 and failed to inform most commercial tenants until late in 2018. Again, the TI toll and entire TDM program requires a two-thirds vote of the people. Thank you. Caller, your two minutes begins now. Yes, my name is Jim McGrath. I hope you can hear me. Um, uh, you've, I'm not going to repeat anything in the three letters that I've written or the many other letters that you've see, heard or the testimony this morning that I think demonstrate that this is indefensible, that you don't have the findings that you're required to make under AB 981. But I'm going to try to take it to a higher level and appeal to you as policymakers. You are trustees, something that seems to be lost on the TIMA staff. As, as trustees, you have a particular responsibility and oversight from other trustee agencies to make sure that people can get to the state tidelands and to make sure that any measures that, that restrict their activities are reasonable and maintain that. Um, you, <laughs> The, the, the most ridiculous thing in the staff report before you was the combination of new non-residential traffic with recreational traffic to the Tidelands to argue that you just must have to, to, to broaden the base. Um, the, the hotels and the other uses are not tr- trust uses. You need, you need to address the trust uses, which nothing before you have. Then, then I'm going to turn to um, your credibility. Um, When I was still on the San Francisco Board Sailing Association and on the Board of Bay Access, those entities that were agitating for more access to the water, which achieved um, state legislation making that a priority, um, we negotiated in good faith uh, two new launches and a delay um, in order to allow enough uh, economic development to occur to pay for that. So we waited patiently and relied on that negotiation. Is this really the kind of organization you want to be? Is, well, we found a loophole in our commitment that we made to not charge visitors, to not charge users for the Tidelands, and we're going to go through that. Is, I mean, is that really where you're going? Please rethink that. Thank you, Colin. Hello, caller. We'll begin now. Thank you. Hopefully, I'm Treasure Island resident and advocate. I want to first say that this that this statement, the public comment, is one that we stand united with the recreational department and the businesses. I keep hearing the word equity and affordability and as many of you know who know me, I have attended every public comment. I am a strong advocate on this island. And although we continue to advocate, although we continue to put forth the impact that this will have on us, not just the toll on residents, but the services, 
I remind you that we rely heavily on everything in the city. So this would devastate all the work that we have heavily been trying to do, bring coaches to, to bring recreational service to our children, our meal program for our students. We rely heavily on, we rely heavily on volunteers. All of this would devastate, would devastate the programs, the services, our food, our uh, doula services. We keep talking about equi equitability, equity, and affordability when the actuality that this is not about congestion. You are, this committee has opportunity not to move forward with putting this on the backs of low-income, underserved community that cannot defend themselves. You have to put a stop to this. Enough is enough. What has been proposed, we have a reply to surveys. We have put forth our opinions. We have put recommendations. There has never been an economic um, assessment of how this will impact us in the long run, especially after COVID. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. Caller? Are you talking to me? Yes, sir. Your two minutes begins now. Okay. Um, all right. I, let's start with, um, we've already uh, laid out how uh, this plan violates the different uh, agreements and state laws, et cetera. Um, but what, uh, more than this, I'm, I'm concerned about how we're moving ahead on this when we've already had laid out all the things that still aren't complete with this. There's been no final approval from Caltrans, no agreement with BCDC. Um, we, we never finished uh, discussing and finalizing how the subsidies to businesses were going to be done. We don't even have an agreed upon definition of which businesses uh, qualify. Um, um, and yeah, as Hope is just saying, affordability is not just discounts for individual people. It's how it's gonna affect the entire development of the island and the, and the demographics changing um, of the people on the island. Um, and the project is already three years late. Now we're, we're looking at mid-2024, two and a half years from now, uh, before this is going to be put in place. Why are we making these decisions with all the stuff left up in the air for right now? Um, this does not need to be done now. And um, I, I'm, I forgot I should have introduced myself. I'm Steve Stallone with the Treasure Island Organizing Committee. And we, and we think that this should be put off until all these other things are figured out and we have an actual program we're dealing with. There's so many things up in the air. It's, uh, this should not be being decided now. Thank you, caller. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. 
Yes, uh, good morning, Commissioners. In two minutes, we'll begin now. Yes, uh, good morning, Commissioners. Sorry for the break here. Uh, my name is Christoph Oppermann. I am also with the Treasure Island Organizing Committee. Um, I have uh, in the past collected over 2,000 signatures, clearly speaking out against the talk proposal on Treasure Island. I want to point out the painfully obvious that in all the uh, outreaches for which we are grateful that at least that is happening, you have not received a single proponent of this project, not a single person living on the island and or having any interest in the island and or any interest in this entire program has ever spoken out in favor of the talks. That should give you pause. Um, you have an obligation uh, to fulfill your voters' uh, respective uh, mandates. Uh, you have an obligation to stand by us, to protect us from further cost. And uh, we strongly oppose the, pro the toll pro uh, proposal as long as no services here on the island are made available. I also speak not only as a member of the Treasure Island Organizing Committee, but also as a long-standing resident here on the island. And we have no services here on the island, so we are obligated to drive to and from the city on a daily basis, as long as we are you know, citizens of mm, the city of San Francisco. So for you to impose this toll, and it comes back to us in one way or another over the last three, four years, uh, over and over and over again, uh, you forget uh, that we are dependent on leaving and or entering right. our island uh, to come to and from our residences. And as long as no public transportation is guaranteed, as um, Commissioner uh, Haney pointed out, uh, we, which I strongly support, we can clearly not be expected to pay at all uh, when we have no other option to go to and from our island to get to our residences and to get to our services. We have no. Thank you, caller. And we have no education on the island. Um, the operator um, has been asked to um, take a short break so that Brittany can make um, our our board clerk can make um, a quick announcement. Yes, thank you, operator. Um, to those that are listening on the line, we are currently in TIMA committee and we are running a little bit over. Um, the Transportation Authority Board will meet. The Transportation Authority meeting will begin shortly after, and they do have the same meeting link and phone access code. We thank you for your patience as the TIMA committee meeting is running a bit long. Thank you. Make um, thank you. Okay, thank you. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. Hello? Yes, caller. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, this is Jetson. I did send in a comment, and I wanted to point out that it's listed under your uh, notice online, and but it's, there's a lot of people's notices that aren't there that I know sent in, and I'm I know the SFBA sent a formal letter and it's not posted. And I'm wondering about the email system there sent to clerks. And like he, when I sent my personal one in, uh, I didn't get a, a reply back of acknowledging a receipt. 
And also, I also wondering why there's not a Zoom option for this um, meeting. So I hope that the SFBA's official comment letter is put in on the record. I see Jim McGrath, I see my little short blur because I'm not a great wordsmith. Um, I got, think I got my point across and some other people I know, but there's a whole bunch that just aren't here. And I'm, I have concern about that, that put into the record is the SFBA um, official comment letter. I'm, I'm a board sailor. And um, I know it was also sent to some of the people on the team of board. Uh, they have it, but um, it, two minutes isn't enough for me to read the um, letter into the record. So that's all I, I have to say about that. Do you, have, do you have a comment? A reply to that? Thank you, caller. Hello, caller. Your two minutes. Yeah, good morning. Now. Good morning, Board of Supervisors, Supervisor Haney. I understand this is extremely uh, difficult with COVID and do these remote meetings. It's a very clunky situation. Um, I'm not going to go through all the comments that were made. I'm a board sailor as well from the East Bay. There are many reasons to reject um, this at this time or at least delay it until we get more clarification. Um, there was mentioned that this is a framework. Yes, it is, but it's so much more. My understanding is that the staff are asking the Board of Supervisors to adopt this toll today. I could be wrong, but if that's the case, please um, delay that and we can have a, a more um, clear conversation about what all the issues are. Uh, for, for example, um, the Bay, Development, Bay, Bay Conservation Development Commission permit, I believe, will be in violation if this toll is approved today. Becketeer Petrus Act in, not just preserves but encourages public access. This would be a roadblock to public access of, to the Bay. It violates the spirit and intent of CEQA. The EIR clearly states that uh, existing users will be exempt from the toll. AB 981. Um, We'll back that up. If you read the uh, legislative intent for that bill, it talks about how this was only intended for new residents. Um, <clears throat> the toll does not benefit those who pay the toll. Uh, existing users uh, do not benefit at all and are not part of the problem. And I think there's a big disconnect with uh, transportation analysis in that the staff have um, used daily averages on the Bay Bridge uh, and did not look at directional. <laughs> I come from the East Bay and when I come in the afternoon there's zero traffic um, going to Treasure Island. It's all going the other direction. Um, and it's not feasible for us to use public transit. Um, staff did not look into this yes, to my knowledge and we're happy to show, showcase that. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. Hello, uh, this is Jim Rowski, 15-year uh, um, uh, business owner and member of Treasure Island Organizing Committee of uh, Consortium of uh, Businesses and Residents on Treasure Island. Um, I'm going to just basically state that the TOIC and 
um, the business owners on Treasure Island are reiterate the that the fact that there's there's been no factual and uh, reasoning to allow the timber board to make the finding they're required to make under AB 981 or under CEQA. Specifically, there has been no findings about how the toll would impact businesses and their customers that are, 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 are planning to come out to support those businesses. We've been asking for this for over several years and have not received anything other than the fact that uh, uh, SFCTA said they don't do that. Well, we need it. This is more than just transportation. This is a, this is basically a redevelopment policy, and it needs to be done under AB 981 and under CEQA. The CEQA amendment that was put in today was simply as a result of the fact that um, we brought this to the attention of Timba, and now they put this together after two weeks. That's unacceptable. So we need a, a full uh, analysis of how this is going to impact uh, the businesses and their customer and our suppliers. Moreover, we also need to understand how that affects nonprofits such as the Yacht Club and the Sailing School. Their customers, their their members are also going to be affected by the toll, and nothing has been done to present on how that impact. And this needs to be done under an amendment to the EIR and a full public uh, uh, discourse. Finally, I think it's important to note to the to Board of Supervisors and Supervisor Haney, the, the requirement for the, uh, the carve-outs for affordability lie on fast track. There is no current ability or ability or program in order to allow those, those, those uh, carve-outs to be implemented today. And there's nothing but provided by Tima to prove that it's there or will be there in the future. Thank you very much. And Thank I encourage you. you guys to delay the, the adoption. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. Hi, this is um, Linda calling from Araceli Cafe. I just wanted to put in my two cents. And um, I know that even though there is going to be a subsidy, the real cost is in our business is going to be deterring customers to come to the island. Um, and as well as getting vendors to come in, it's already hard to get people to come in. And just for an example, with the polls proposed, it's going to be $17 for just one delivery of produce or meat, um, which obviously is going to have to go directly to um, increasing our cost of goods. And even for future businesses, it's not sustainable they won't be able to cater to a mid um, or low income resident because every single toll that is passed on to us through deliveries is going to go straight to the cost of our cost of goods. Um, we already have a really hard time getting workers um, to come to the island, and we already have to increase. Um, minimum pay just to get basic um, customer service. And with the tolls, it's going to make it a hundred times harder. So I would just um, 25 seconds. maybe 
taking off one pole, even, you know, I think a two-way pole is ridiculous. You're, you, there's no other way to get off the island if you drive in. So instead of doing two tolls, I would, I would request or suggest at least a one-way pole. And I strongly agree with making sure all the other transportation services are in place beforehand. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Good afternoon, supervisors. Good morning, supervisors. As a business owner on Treasure Island, who regularly goes to the island, I want to say that I have been regularly disappointed with the uh, transportation services and the intended transportation services for the island. It's not like we have a BART stop or an easy way to be able to come or go. And uh, the the bicycling uh, section between Oakland is now open, but it's not open into the city. Our public transit options out there are very limited and they aren't very functional. Isolating the island to make it unlivable, to make business undoable there, isn't beneficial to any section. Now, for a long time, San Francisco has adopted that island. Now, isolating it by a toll in both directions means that it's isolated from both cities and isn't a part of either one. It was at one point a military base. If San Francisco wants to keep it as part of the city, then it needs to make sure that it's a normal road, it's part of the city, it isn't told, it isn't feed. Otherwise, it will be too isolated and it will not feel like part of the city anymore. We can see it doesn't feel like part of Oakland. It doesn't feel like part of Berkeley. It wants to be part of San Francisco. We need to be able to have San Franciscans ask access it. And speaking of which, we should expand the transit services so the long-time events that have had the possibility of being out on Treasure Island have the possibility of being there again. Thank you very much, Supervisors, especially Matt Haney, for paying attention to uh, your district here and, uh, and making sure to protect our businesses and the residents that live there. Thank you, caller. Okay, there are no more callers. All right, thank you so much to everyone who called in and uh, for your input and uh, expressing your, your concerns. I know that, that uh, these are things that uh, our uh, Tim and uh, staff are, are in direct, our uh, TA staff are in direct conversation with folks about and will be an ongoing conversation, particularly as we think about uh, the public transit options. As I said uh, before we started out, we wanna make sure that those are fully in place, that they're effective uh, before there is the, the, the implementation of this toll. Um, and, and, and I should say, you know, in coordination with, it's absolutely critical uh, that we provide those options. And, and ultimately there are gonna be thousands and thousands and thousands more people living on a treasure island and uh if we had those folks and many others driving in and out it would create gridlock on the island um so there is a reason why as part of the development plan many years ago before any of us were here uh on this committee uh that they included the uh, toll as part of the the plan for the development with that said 
shouldn't apply to current residents and it doesn't. There should be support for current businesses and we've included that and we have to make sure it's effective. And future uh, low income, moderate income, middle income folks uh, need to have discounts. Um, and we have to make sure that there are true transit options available uh, in alignment with this. So uh, those are the commitments that I have as, as long as I'm supervisor and I hope that this committee will continue to monitor this very closely and make sure that um, this is done in an equitable way and in, in a way that ensures access to other options uh, and that we fulfill our commitments around affordability and support for current businesses uh, and their workers. Uh, uh, I did want to just clarify one thing because I think there was a very important point that was made about the the uh, the fast track and whether you know we're making commitments right now around low and middle income uh, discounts, but uh, the point made around not actually even having that option right now. Can you can you speak to that and how what those conversations look like and why we expect that that will be something that can be made possible by the time this goes into effect? Um, so right now, Fast Track, as you know, doesn't offer discounts to the bridge. Um, and that, however, that is something that right now they are developing a pilot um, to provide discounts on the express lanes on 880 in the East Bay. And we are going to make use of that system that they're building. And it's a fast-track version of the Clipper discount system that the region has. And their expectation is that the pilot will go well. It's a system that we would keep in place for Treasure Island purposes, even if, for whatever reason, the region were to not continue on after their pilot. Um, but it is a system that they are putting in place now to allow for discounts on Fast Track, and they're going to pilot it um, on the 880 in the East Bay. And if for some reason the region doesn't continue after the pilot, we will continue it um, to make use of it for Treasure Island. Great, thank you, appreciate that. Uh, with that, um, let's see. Um, I don't see any final questions or comments. Uh, and um, I want to um, let's see. Uh, item five was an informational item, but item four is an action item to approve the base toll policy and affordability program and implementation of the associated toll system. I want to make a motion uh, to um, move that forward if we can. Uh, take a, a roll call vote, please. Yes, of course. On item four, Commissioner Haney. Aye. Haney, aye. Commissioner Mandelman. Aye. Man Mandelman, aye. Commissioner Ronan. Aye. Ronan, aye. We have three ayes. The motion passes. Thank you. Uh, and in light of the hour, I want to ask the committee to continue items six and seven to our next committee meeting. Uh, and do we need a motion to do that? Just, I'm very confused by this now. Yes? No. No, I believe we do not need a motion, but if um, council wants to come on, on to confirm that. I, I agree. You do not need a motion just to continue it to the next meeting. Okay, great. Um, we have different, different rules for different types of committees. Um, 
Uh, okay, and uh, then can, uh, Madam Clerk, can you please move to the uh, next item, which would be item eight. Yes, item eight, introduction of new items. This is an information item. Great, I don't see any uh, folks who want to introduce items, and I don't believe that we have to do public comment if there are new, no new items, is that correct? correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, can you... Please call the next item. Item nine, public comment. Right, is there any general public comment? Again, this is for general public comment, um, members of the public not previously um, spoken of items. Correct. This is not another opportunity to speak on the toll, essentially. Um, let's see here. Hello, caller. Your two minutes will begin now. Hi. Um, I have a question. I've, I've looked through and followed the, the toll and the TDM program pretty close, closely. And I, I just have a question. Have you, have you considered the, the, the need to exempt visiting nurses, ambulances, and have you considered the impact on d delivery services and, and rideshare services and DoorDash and Uber Eats? Um, I, when I had surgery, I had to have a nurse come multiple times a, a, a week to do a blood draws to check my you know, clotting factor. Uh, are they going to get charged five bucks each way? I mean, this is a, a public health issue. Have you considered these things? Thank you. Thank you, caller. Hello, caller. Your two minutes begins now. Hello, I want to offer a comment that this whole process violates the Brown Act. In the past, you've had this, these meetings by Zoom, but for some reason, you've decided to do this through a delayed telephone and internet TV system that is clunky and not functional, um, at least on the end of those who are trying to participate. Um, Again, you are violating your trust as trustees of the public lands. Thank you. Thank you, caller. There are no more callers. Thank you. Uh, public comment is now closed. I just want to clarify, this is the system that we use for all of our TIMA and TA meetings um, that may have been referenced to a uh, a, a different type of community meeting where they use Zoom, uh, but we never use Zoom for, for these these committee meetings. Um, Madam Clerk, a public comment is closed. Madam Clerk, will you please call the next item? Yes, item 10 is adjournment. All right, uh, this uh, committee meeting is adjourned and I believe that we want board members to stay on with us uh, for the TA board meeting, which will immediately follow. Uh, that is correct. Thank you, Chair Haney. Um, we will need um, a few minutes to transition.